to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting to my right, E-Man Bates. P.I.P., that is me, and welcome to another week. What's up, my brother? Not bad, man. How's your week treating you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Been doing a lot of fun stuff, hanging out in Detroit a little bit. I noticed. Going to some shows and stuff, so... Can't complain. How about yourself? Not bad, man. Can't complain. I was hanging out in Ann Arbor for a little bit. Uh, it was an awesome weekend weather-wise. Too. Oh, my so God. It was amazing. Was beautiful out. Today was beautiful. I mean, it was a little muggy today, though. That's the only thing. It's so sweaty when I was painting houses today over with Dan. But um, Oh, that's nasty. But I cannot complain because I got one more full day of work, and then I'm leaving for Electric Forest. Yeah. Oh, going man. to the lands. Five days of pure bliss in my happy place. <laughs> but anyways... That was Jeff Beck to open up the podcast with his cover of The Beatles' A Day in the Life. Um, that's my favorite Beatles cover, I, um, and the reason I chose that to play tonight is because today is Jeff Beck's 74th birthday, so happy birthday to Jeff Beck. And it's also Solange's birthday, so happy 33rd birthday to Solange Knowles. Um, that's the only two birthdays that I think I saw on there for today. But, uh, yeah, that's a great tune by Jeff Beck. Um, it was one of the greatest live shows I've ever seen. Um, a few years back, we went and saw him and Buddy Guy play at Freedom Hill. And it was, I think it was Buddy Guy's 80th birthday or something. And those dudes are like, he's uh, Jeff Beck's 74, Buddy Guy's 80. Those guys are running around on stage, like, acting like they're in their 20s. It's the greatest, dude. Yeah, those yeah. guys have so much energy and, like, still put on such an awesome show and, like, Two of the best guitar players of all time. I just too, heard because so. uh, I was listening to was it Octane earlier, mm-hmm. and not Octane, but what was, what's the other serious XM radio channel? Oh, 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 um, the one that you listen to is like the sixties, uh, the vinyl one. Yeah, oh, the vinyl, yeah, the vinyl. vinyl. Yeah, okay. So now they were talking about uh, uh, fucking Rolling Stones. They were talking about Mick Jagger still has it, like stage show wise. That dude Crazy. still performs like he's in, like yeah. you know, like like four, like thirties, like completely in shape and everything. Probably yeah. keeps him young. Dude, his his wife, his current wife, I think is like in her thirties, and she and he's seventy four. I think he just Shit. had a kid, which makes his youngest kid older than his oldest grandkid. That's wild to that think makes about. Sense. Very wild <laughs> to think about. I mean, it does, but it doesn't at the it's same so time. Nuts, man. That's so crazy. Why would you like? I would not even want to have any more kids at 74. I'd be like, nah, I'm going to be dead by the time they're like <laughs> needing a dad he's the most. Mick, he's Mick Jagger. He can do what he wants. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, his kid will be fine. His kid will have yeah. plenty of uh, support and help. <laughs> yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> but yeah, it's hilarious. Mick Jagger looks great. Keith Richards looks like he's like knocking on death's door. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But Keith Richards also did probably all of the drugs <laughs> back all then. of them so he literally did all of the drugs he is a drug at this point <laughs> he's <laughs> dirty <laughs> that's funny they were uh david chuck the other day they were talking about some news story that had to do with crispin glover and andy was like crispin glover is like the acid of people <laughs> he's like he's just the weirdest person of all time well yeah that's kind of funny he is crispin glover is the dude that plays the uh the dad in um back to the future Okay. And he's also, like, he's been in some other creepy horror movies. But, yeah, he's just always a You know, I always role. tell people this. I've not watched one Back to the Future movie. What? Not one. You've never seen Back to the Future? Not one. I've never seen that and Lord of the Rings. Never seen either one. What the fuck are you doing? You would love Lord of the Rings, bro. That's yeah, like Everybody right says that. <laughs> everybody says that. I never watched one movie. Lord of the Rings is my shit, bro. That's some of the best battle scenes ever on that show. 
or on that movie. Um, Every time I try to watch Lord of the Rings, I always get distracted doing some shit. I really like, like no the Hobbit what. movies too. Those are sweet. They're long as shit, but they're they're awesome. It's foreign language to me. I know what they are, but dude, yeah, you would love it. it if you loved Game of Thrones and you love all that type of shit, like fantasy shit. Like oh, I know I like it. Well, no one actually sit down. I'll, I'll definitely enjoy it. I just never did. Probably because it's long as shit, and I never really had the time to do it. Yeah, it, I mean, it is a lot of time dedicated to it. I mean, it's like we're watching a TV show for Christ's sake. Each episode is like, or each movie is like, at least a couple hours long. I think some, I think one of them like was damn near four. I think one of the had to be the last one. I think it was one of the Hobbit movies that was like close to four hours long or some shit like that. That's that's insane. That's a lot. That's like Titanic style right there. I mean, you have an intermission for that shit. Dude, I struggle with Endgame. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Endgame, I want to talk a little bit about that. You know, they're re-releasing it this week. Uh, and which one's Endgame? Avengers Endgame. Oh, 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 oh yeah. With an end credit scene. Oh, yeah. That's such such, such bullshit. Is that their, like that's total cop out to like get their movie to sell the most shit over Avatar? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. However, they are as apparently like the in, like the end credit scene does tie a lot into the future of the MCU. Yeah. I'll, I'll just watch it online. I'm definitely not going to go see it again. Just for I shit. definitely am going to go see it again because I'm really? a total fucking nerd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, Endgame didn't do that much for me, to be perfectly honest with you. Really? I thought it was just okay. The fucking, uh, what was the one called before that? Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War was way better than Endgame. I it was like nonstop action from like the first five with you. minutes. Yeah? I will heavily disagree with you. Endgame how was, was how amazing. How was Endgame any better than it? Or how was, how, what did you think it was No, I don't think better? it was, I think they were both good. I just like Endgame a little bit better personally. Not by really? much though, yeah. Oh my God. There was so I like the closure. Action. It like literally wrapped up like 10 years of the MCU. Yeah. It really did. But I think it's like also the actual like, storytelling aspect of it, the actual like it just it closed out so many different like stories. Yeah. I find it to be a little bit of a cop out though. You have like all these characters get wiped out in Infinity War and then of course they just, just all get fucking brought back like Not all of them. Uh, no, the ones that got dusted. All of those ones though. All of those guys did. Yeah, everybody that got yeah, dusted got yeah. brought back. I mean, one well, main not, character like, died. That's some lame ass shit. No, it didn't. Wiped out like 90 no, of them. No, it didn't. Are you kidding me? There's like three. Oh no, yeah, there was <laughs> there was a few. I forgot about um what's her name fucking jumping off the cliff and shit. Well, dude, don't spoil shit, bro. Well, I mean, Most if you haven't seen Endgame yet, people are gonna see that shit. We we already spoiled Game of Thrones. I mean, well, that's because <laughs> spoiler of, alert that's because the ending was awful. Um, Endgame ending was actually good, so I'm not gonna spoil that one. That's true. I mean, I, I guess I can leave it where it, leave it at that. But, we we uh, had, and we had a disclaimer before that. We didn't have a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We had a whole <laughs> tenacious D disclaimer. We are a whole Jack Black song of him singing the. The fucking Game of Thrones theme song. <laughs> Jack Black is hilarious, bro. You think he's like sitting on? He's got to be filthy. You know they're touring, point, right? right? You know Tenacious D is going on tour. Yeah, aren't they like uh, touring with Dave Grohl or something like that? They're touring with uh, uh, the Foo Fighters and I think Weezer. Yeah, so that, tour. I, that yeah. means he'll probably play. Like, Dave Grohl will probably sitting on drums since he played drums for like all of the Tenacious D songs. Yep, that's an awesome tour. I would go to it, but I think it's only in Europe. That's when I checked. I'm holding out hope for that that Tool tour, bro. Get that. August 30th, the album yeah. drops, and then they go on tour. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I would like to see Tool. Oh, my God. Before, it's on my bucket list. Before it's all said and done, yeah. It's like one of the few bands that I love that I haven't seen yet. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I've seen so many con- Me and my friend Nora were like, we've probably seen more concerts together than most people have seen ever, like, period. <laughs> like, been to, like, 100 shows with Nora and Dan, <laughs> like, something crazy like that. Probably thousands of shows, like, total. It's fucking nuts to think about. First show was at 11 years old. Damn. Isn't that nuts? Mine was like six. Six? What show was that? No, 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 not six. I'm sorry. It was, I was in fifth grade, so I made mean, like 12. What show was it? Shaggy. <laughs> at the Michigan State <laughs> yes. Fair. Was he doing, uh, did he do it? Wasn't me. 
Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did, actually. <laughs> that's great, dude. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So weird that he put out that album with Sting. <laughs> that's yeah. such a strange pairing. You well, know, not super strange, it is, but, but like, it isn't. It's like, you guys I know each see other. It. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> that is true. Sting has been making like, uh, like quasi Caribbean sounding music, like his whole career, or pseudo Caribbean music, his whole career. You know what I mean? It's always right. kind of had that little like that twang to it, beach vibe type of deal. Even though he's a white boy from the UK, little <laughs> <Who>, Sting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's funny to me. But um, anyways, do you want to get to onto these pouring up these beers, my friend? Uh, we were supposed to have sure. a, we were supposed to have a guest tonight, but we had to reschedule. You know, a lot of the times uh, work shit comes up or people are running hey, late behind at work. Shit happens, and man. Shit happens. So who was our guest supposed to be for this evening? Uh, it was Damien Lowe. Damien Or Love. Lowe. Sorry. Oh, Damien Love. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like a yeah, R&B well, singer name. Dude works at 734 in Ipsy. 734 Oh, Broadway. sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So, you know, spit some beer knowledge for us. I wanted to... Yeah. I, I, I wish I didn't have to work on Saturday mornings because I really wanted to go to that, like, workshop thing that, um, that Rod was... Rod Wallace from last week was uh I was around. almost I gonna that, go. Um, I had to help my cousin move. Oh, did you? So I had to go all the way to Detroit and I was hanging out with a uh, homegirl. So yeah. I had to go to Ipsy. Yeah. Well, I not s- Ipsy, Ann Arbor, but yeah. I saw that he uh had um Drew Denton was like one of the mo- the hosts and yeah, stuff yeah. and so it looked pretty cool. I wanna make it out there for one of those events. Yeah, Louis Picasso was on uh, a yeah. bunch of bunch of Shout seven three four Bruce Cats. Shout Drew Denton. Shout out approachable minorities. Um yeah, but let's get to these beers, huh? Over from our friends at Bell's. Neil, you haven't had this before, have you? No, I haven't. I've had it. Honestly, Bell's is really late. To, it's not a New England game, but it's not New England IPA, but it's damn close to it. The Bell's official. It's a hazy India Pale Ale. It's kind of has like the New England consistency, but not quite. It's just an unfiltered, cloudy IPA. It's actually really good. I, I've had it before. Neil is going to be a shock to you, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um and while we are pouring up these beers, dun, dun, um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I wanted to pull up um, some music from Hot Chip. They just released a new album that I'm going to talk about in a little bit called A Bathtub Full of Ecstasy. <laughs> or no, A Bath Full of Ecstasy. Um, and they have a bunch of cool, like, uh, dancey tracks on here. One that I like the most is called Hungry Child. So while uh, we try out these beers and see what we think of them. I hear it is going to be a little bit of that for you. So here's Hungry Child.
little bit, uh, or a lot of bit, I should say, of Hungry Child by Hot Chip. That's off their brand new album, again, called A Bath of Ecstasy. Um, that is electronic music, but that's a full band, which is something that I really... I'll talk about them in a little bit when we get to something old, something new. But, um, yeah, that's one of their brand new singles, and now let's get to this beer. Neil, I'm going to have you talk about the beer for this, for this Dude, part, because I already, I already know what I'm going to say. This so, is yeah. my jam right here. This is my favorite <laughs> kind of... This is my style of beer right here. If if I haven't said it on the podcast before, I can't remember if I have or not, Bell's Two-Hearted is my favorite beer, and it just got um, re-voted for best beer in the country again. I mean, that's that's no surprise. Yep, that's which beer. is awesome. Best beer in the country comes out of our beautiful home state of Michigan, baby. I actually uh, thought I lost my Bell's hat over the weekend in uh, Detroit, and I was really sad about it. And then Melanie uh, texted me a picture of it. It was in her car. <laughs> I was like, all right. Because nice. I got that bad boy actually at Bell's Brewery in Kalamazoo. Um, well, but this is my favorite kind of beer, this hazy IPA, man. It's like... It's this is like I might like this a little bit better actually. It's it feels like it's a little bit lighter, um, like not as like thick as a Bell's Two Hearted. Yeah, it's you know not I mean? it's not going to be. Yeah. So what it is is unfiltered, so it has like that cloudy like essence to it, mm-hmm. but you still have like the what do you call it the esters like yeah. the fruity esters from it. So you still get like that hoppy like fruity aroma, mm-hmm. but you know it's. What do you call it? Medium head, very high carbonation. That's yeah. kind of what gives it like the you know like the, I like the light body. Car- to I like it. the high yeah. carbonation too. High, yeah. carbon, carbonated beverages just like, are just so much taste so much better to me. It's a lot more refreshing so in the summer. It's so for much sure. more refreshing. In That's summer, why I love absolutely. those white claws. Even though people dude, make fun of me. I will, <laughs> man, I introduced one of my boys. I, I went out. Uh, one of my friends I haven't seen in a long time. We went like me and me him and another guy. We went out last night to uh, Herman's down here. Uh-huh. And I introduced him to white claw. This dude's like a marine too, uh-huh. and everything like that. He fucking loves white claw. Dude, they're the greatest. Dude, man. White claw is the best in the summertime. The only only problem with them is like they don't taste like alcohol at all. So like I found myself like okay, I've been drinking quite so, a few. Here's here's the plan. Here's the plan, Neil. So we need a sponsorship from White Claw for the podcast. I need one from just from fucking uh, Kahlua for my music. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. White Russian Start getting these royalty checks in, baby. Send them. <laughs> and White Claw, we love you. Please come sponsor oh my our podcast. God, yeah, I'll drink it every day. Dude, I love White Claw so much. <laughs> Me and my boy Dan turned this whole damn city onto your shit. So. Show us some love, <laughs> man. I've been no, I've been on the white claw game for a long time because yeah. I, I you know because of my job. Like, yeah, we yeah, sell white sure. claws. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy though. Like when Dan and I first started drinking, Dan was the first person I ever saw drinking those things, and then they were literally at like one or two places around Plymouth that you could get them. Like there was a gas station like right over, like down the street from us, and then um, this liquor store, Belly uh, Belly Busters, would have them. But now it's they're not literally... Belly Busters anymore. It's Belly oh, up. Yeah, Belly's yeah. up. It was Belly Busters at the time though, but um. Now they're everywhere. The bars are selling them. Stadiums have them. Like they got like the big cans of them, the small cans of them, like five different flavors. You can even get the twelve packs now of the individual flavors. I saw. Or you know how you could only get the variety pack at first. Right. Yeah. So now you ha- you can get the individual ones, which is kind of nice because I like the raspberry one the best. I think it's delicious. But anyways, yeah, we talked about white claws more than the actual beer. <laughs> but shout out to Bell's. We love your shit. That was like the main selling point for this. I hadn't had it before and. I haven't had too many fails with Bells. They have a pretty excellent product, you know, pretty much on everything. So, shout out to you guys. Um, but yeah, what uh, you want to get to uh, something old, something new this week? Something old, something <laughs> new, 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 new. 
all right. We do organic sound bites here. <laughs> they're, they're all. I just have to make up some shit <laughs> off, the, off the fly every every week. <laughs> what did you have for something older? Would you like me to go first? I can do. We can do something old. Okay. So because I've been trying to watch Rocket Man again, mm-hmm. like I because if you know I fell asleep on it. Me and uh, me and Lindsay went to go watch it, and mm-hmm. I passed the fuck out the first uh, first time. I'm actually trying to go see it again this week yeah. just by myself, just so I don't you know I don't like call it pay attention to it so yeah. i can actually just focus so i picked goodbye yellow brick road nice that's yeah. a great album just because dude. i've been i've been so on an elton giant kick ever since Hell that yeah, movie bro. so it's easy to do uh october 5th 1973 this album came out featured one of the biggest singles like of his career was benny and the jets for oh, instance, yeah. which that song has been stuck in my head all day benny and the jets I think my yeah, personal I favorite song i love jamaica jerk off for some reason <laughs> I, just, I love the name and i love the song so yeah. like, <laughs> Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, dude. It's so good. Yep. Taron Egerton killed it. We just, I just watched uh, Kingsman two again, mm-hmm. uh, not too long That's ago. That's a great movie, dude. You know, El- you know, Elton John's yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's, like, he's a out and shit. He's like a big part of that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty funny in it. It's just funny they got El- uh, Taron Egerton in that one. Though. Nice. So, like, That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. What? So I haven't seen the Elton John one yet. I saw the Queen one. What one would you say was better that you liked more? So there's two different. There's, it's really hard to say because this one, like the Rocket Man, is more like a musical. Yeah. Everything. Like it like has like musical numbers. Not like how Queen has like the Live Aid concert, mm-hmm. which that was amazing, by the way. That, that, scene, that scene was fucking awesome. That scene that guy, was that amazing. That gave me the chill. That actually almost yeah. got me emotional because it was just like the gravity of seeing like that. Like Wembley is so huge, dude. It's like such an overwhelming amount of people when you're like looking from the stage out. And I think they used the actual footage from the live eight when it was like panning to the right. crowd you know what i mean so like that's just pretty awesome yeah but no i would i mean i'm not even gonna say because it it's two different things like rocket man was it was a biopic as well but yeah. it was more like set up like a musical okay but and it, also it was, really it was like good, more yeah. of like a rated r version too right because like oh it was definitely was more family he's he said that elton john specifically said i didn't live in i didn't live a pg-13 rated life yeah. so that's why i wanted an r Good for you, Elton John. You know why? Because I hate PG thirteen movies. I think it's stupid. Life is PG thirteen. It totally depends on the movie. <laughs> well, I guess I don't like want to see story. an R rated Toy Story, my friend. Well, I mean, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't Toy Story. A movie like Toy Story doesn't have to. By be, the way, it's crazy. I did see, when I did see like... Toy Story this weekend. By the way, it's out already. Toy Story four came off this past Friday. I didn't even know that. It was amazing. I'm gonna go see it with my nephews. It was amazing. Oh my god, yeah, I love I'm gonna Toy go see Story. It Friday. <laughs> yeah. I love those Pixar movies. Though. I'll never get too old for those. I think they're amazing. Um, I like them because they're kids' movies, but then they also throw like witty adult humor in there for like the parents that are watching the movies and shit, which I like. Um, like Coco was great. That was the most recent one that I watched. I love that movie. Coco is amazing. If you haven't Do seen I love it, Coco. it's on Netflix. And if you're a music head, you'll definitely like that one. Um, but yeah, what were we talking about, Queen? Um, yeah, no, I I got to see the Elton John one, one or the Elton John one still. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend it, bro. I'm, I have to go watch it again. So I really uh, need to get my ass out to the movie theater more often. Like I used to go all the time, and I've been just like slacking. I used to go to the movies by myself, like all the time. Still go to movies <laughs> by myself, literally all the time. It really is like the best because you don't have to wait on people. You're never late when you're by yourself. You can get in, get out. Like it's great. And you're not talking to anyone really in the movies anyway, so you might as well just go by yourself. <laughs> I've actually gone to a few concerts alone now at, at this point in my life. It's kind of nice as well. Although concerts are more fun with people, I think. Right. But um, especially if you're like going to party. But like for Rakim and uh, Eric B and Rakim, I just drove down to Detroit real quick because it was on a work night. Just cruised down there, cruised back afterwards. It was like the quickest I've ever gotten in and out before because I'm just by myself, not waiting on anybody. So it was nice. 
But um, anyways, yeah, so that was your something old. My Jump something Goodbye, old Road. this week um, was since they just dropped a new album on Friday, I actually, which I was, I don't want to trash it because I love Jack White. I love the Tours, but it's not as good as their old shit. And Consolers of the Lonely is their album that came out in 2008 which is my favorite of their music that they made together. Um, if you don't know the Rack and Tours, the Rack and Tours consist of Jack White, um, who's a Detroiter, so shout out Jack White. Also Brendan Benson, who's another Detroit musician. Um, Jack Lawrence, and then I forget the fourth guy's name. It's like slipping my mind right now. Um, no clue. But they're kind of like based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, at least they have been since Jack White moved out there. Um but yeah, Consolers of the Lonely is like, it's such an amazing album, man. There's so many big, like, huge, heavy-hitting songs. There's a song called Shades of Black that's like, it's just this huge, like, it just sounds so big when you listen to it. You jam it in the car super loud, man. Like, it's honestly one of my favorite albums. Um, but yeah, I chose them for this week because it was the album, They're actually their last album until the new one came out, which was, what? 11 years ago now so they had 11 year gap in between albums which is kind of crazy but i mean jack white well, has his hand in so many other projects yeah solo i mean music, third man yeah. i mean you got a hand on a lot of the stuff, dead man. weather yeah he's doing a lot of things so but um shout out the rack and tours um i guess since that was my something old i can just segue right into the something new with that uh same band the rack and tours dropped their new album um and it's good it's definitely got some tracks that i like some cool stuff on it my only thing is I feel like Jack White's like maybe just is he I don't know if he's too famous now and a little like out of touch or if he's been living in Nashville too long but it almost has too much of a southern twang to it like I wish it was more raw and like heavy and Detroit sounding you know like maybe I think he needs to move back to Detroit for a little while gain get some inspiration or some shit all this uh Nashville country shit clouding up his mind because <laughs> I haven't liked his last I didn't really like enjoy his last solo album or the last couple solo albums really either all that much like I don't know if maybe it's just run its course and it's just he's run he's just not as creative as he once was, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I uh, I'm definitely gonna revisit it though because I'm sure I'll end up pulling some other songs from there. There's a song called Only Child on there though that I really like. Um, had a really cool like synth breakdown and a cool uh, little bass line breakdown and obviously Jack ripping guitar. But um, yeah, that was my something new. And then also what we played off the top of the podcast was Hot Ship. Um, they make electronic music, but they're a full band and they're just such an awesome dance party. The new album, it's not as consistent as their previous shit. Like I wish it was just like me and Dan were talking about this actually. Like when I, I like albums to just fit like a feel for the whole thing. Like if you're going to make like a party album, just have like the whole thing feel like that or that like vibe carry or... a, a vibe, one vibe throughout the whole thing. Like I hate when like you're in the middle of this party track and then it ends and then all of a sudden you're on this like super slow boring song you're like what the hell man i was just getting it into depends. this like, it, it honestly depends like <laughs> yeah. if it fits like a theme or not yeah, yeah that's why i like concept albums the most because it's usually fits a theme there's usually one sort of uh similar narrative the whole way through and you get that same sort of vibe or it kind of flows together. Know that's why i love the concept albums, albums. So, yeah. So, yeah it's just so much better to me um especially because you can like feels like watching a movie when you're listening to it. You got all the lyrics in your head. That's how I, like Biggie Ready to Die is my favorite rap album because that feels most like a movie to me when it's being Good Kid, Mad City. Through. Same thing. Yeah, Good Kid, Mad Oh, with the skits, bro, yeah. and shit. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Kendrick killed that shit. Um, but yeah, so that was my two new albums this week. What did you get to, I my also friend? have two. One I know you're not going to like, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> That's I fucking, fine. I personally loved it. That's fine. And then another one, 
Uh, from a legend, I would say in my eyes these days. Yeah. Would you say? Would you agree? Oh, yeah, I would agree for yeah. sure. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about uh, the Little Nas X Seven EP for a minute. <laughs> uh, eight tracks. Was it eight tracks? Honestly, it flows pretty well in my opinion. Honestly, I I I expect him to be like a one hit wonder with Old Town Road. He kind of has his own like little thing going there. I can't even really put him in a box and say he raps on it because he he does a lot of different shit on it. Yeah. Right? What's what is the vibe like? Is it all like? Country sounding shit. It's not it all like... country sounding shit at all. It's like a lot of R and B kind of like hip hop esque like type stuff like he's too. Got, what, a song called Rodeo with with Cardi B. Yep. On there? Yeah. The only two features are Billy Ray Cyrus, which is the Old Town Road remix, and then Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. Which are two hell of a features to have, to be honest <laughs> with you. But yeah, it's like, like Billy Ray Cyrus is lame as shit. Uh, here we go. <laughs> oh, by the way, we can talk about that Black Mirror episode because I just watched it yesterday. Oh man, it's so weird. I a hundred percent disagree with everything you said. What? You that liked show, that, that episode Cyrus? was great. Oh I'm my go, god! I'm gonna talk I'm about to... Little Nas X for a little bit, but we're yeah, going go into ahead. that. Uh, we are definitely gonna go into that. I hundred percent disagree with that. Episode, question your though. judgment. I question your judgment. She's the worst actress. Whatever, on the face bro. Of the earth. She's playing a pop star. <laughs> yeah, she, but she did you know it what terribly. Else she did? Hannah Montana. She literally <laughs> she did the same exact that too. shit. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> She's <laughs> <You> brutal. She's so bad. at Whatever. It's like hard to watch. All right. Anyway, man. Back to back to. Back to fucking Little Nas X, yeah. man. No, all right. So my personal favorite track on there, I would say, honestly, I would say uh, the rodeo track with Cardi B. Yeah. That's actually a really good one. Uh, Panini is cool. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of it. I was. I, he does have Old Town Road on here twice. Yeah, he's so, got the remix, like, the remix and, and, the, uh, and the original. Yeah, that's just uh, to drive up sales and shit because those things have been on the charts on for come fucking on ever. Now. <laughs> of course, it's definitely. I mean, he's with Columbia. They know what they're doing. Yep, they've they been in the game way too sure. long. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, my other new album was one I was actually jamming a day, which has, is long as hell, by the way. It's like 18 tracks. Damn. Would be that new uh, Gucci Man that Gucci's a grand. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I listened to some of the Gucci tracks with Rob because Rob had it bumping at the crib. Um, I like the song with Meek Mill on there. I like the Rick Ross and Wiz one. That one's super dope. I like that one. I, man, Rick Ross is guaranteed, uh, guaranteed to make The Justin Bieber better. one's actually not bad either. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, uh, track five. Mm, nice. Yeah. That was a good one. The A Boogie track was cool. Dude, he's got some features on here. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he definitely got some loaded features Rick on there. Ross just, Rick Ross and Wiz the, on a song is a good The backwards one is cool too with Meek. Yeah, yeah, that one's what, that's the one I heard that I really liked a lot. No, all through, I mean, throughout it's pretty consistent. And I'm, I'm not confirm. I can confirm this later, like next week probably. I'm not going to look it up tonight. But I heard that this actually marks a milestone. This is a hundred, like Gucci's 100th project. That's crazy. Yeah, be, including albums, EPs, and mixtapes. Uh-huh. That's nuts. Yeah. I didn't know Gucci was dropping like that. Although I guess I'm not like um. Not like a Gucci stan or anything. So like I'm pretty much like a casual Gucci fan. Like I, I like him and I listen to his music. I think I'll he's do great on features. Most and projects shit. he puts out. But I didn't know he had a hundred. That's nuts. Yeah, I mean that dude put out God knows, I mean he put out like what, like three projects last yeah. year, three or four. Rob and I were talking about how um how much Meek Mill's grown on us over like the last five years. Like when he first came out, I wasn't super sold on him. Like I thought he's I'm gonna show voice you some kind old, of annoying. I'm gonna show you some old Meek Mill, because Meek Mill that was the shit when I first heard him. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. I was just, I was late to the game with him, and like over the last like with his last project, and then like the features that he's been putting out, I've been really like enjoying his music a lot. So shout out Meek Mill. Um, before we move on from something old, something new too, didn't you? You hit me last week. It was kind of kind of hard to hear you because I was driving. But um, didn't you say D12 just had a milestone? Yeah, uh, D12. Release? Uh, 
was their first album or their second album? It was definitely their first album. It was Devil's Night, which was the first album, I believe. It is. How many years ago was that? Let's look that up real quick. Shit, hold on. Welcome to D12 World. Where you get anything from drug sex to (laughs) (laughs) D12 was crazy back in the day, man. Bizarre, I think, might be one of the most insane rappers of all time. He's just so gross. Not D12 World, Devil's Night. Oh, Devil's Night is their first one. Yeah, good call. Devil's Night, Wikipedia. It was right there. Welcome to D12. 2001. 2001. Whoa, 18 years ago? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, that's weird, man. That's June 5th, 2001. Super yeah. old. That, talking about albums with hilarious skits on it. Jesus Christ, that album is great. <laughs> D12, man, I miss Proof. Proof was like my favorite member of D12. By far, I think he was the most talented rapper. I love the the Purple Hills video. He was a clown. Mm-hmm. That was pretty great. It's funny you don't really see like them doing too much shit besides Mr. Porter, like being like M's hype man and producing all that music. I have a I have a friend of mine who goes to the studio with Bizarre sometimes. Yeah, and apparently they get really fucked up a lot. Oh, I, I studio. I mean that that makes total sense. That doesn't surprise me out. at all. Yeah. Bizarre looks like he's always strung out. I I never was a huge fan of Bizarre man. Like his raps were so. Dude, I love disgusting. Rockstar. I like I Rockstar that a lot, too. actually. Oh, I didn't like that. This is not my alley of music. Um, yeah, I mean, just want some goofy shit, like not some serious shit to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, um, they're definitely interesting people. They're all definitely very different personalities, which is cool about D12. Like a Wu-Tang thing. It is kind of like a Wu-Tang I thing. I think that's intentionally what it was supposed to be, a Wu-Tang for Detroit. Oh, bro, that's a good segue, actually, man. Have Dirty you seen doesn't. the... The four-part documentary series on Showtime. I watched a quarter of it. I watched the first part. Woo! I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Man, that almost got me emotional a little bit. When just like, I love how it's um, the layout of it is perfect. I love how it's all like nine of them dudes sitting in the movie theater, just kind of like shooting the shit back and forth about the different like milestones of their careers and pretty much all of them. You know, on. obviously minus ODB. But, yeah, and yeah. then you got Capadonna in there still though too. And like just hearing like that they all like basically lived in the same project building. And like all like well besides like Jizza and Rizza and them who like came from Brooklyn over there, but the rest of them were all in Staten Island, and like basically grew up all like right there together. He was like like Meth's talking about how him, how him and Raekwon like walked home from school grade school together every day and right. shit. Like how they literally just been best friends their whole lives, and like. Method Man, I think I thought it was cool when Method Man was sitting in the theater. It shows him freestyling. He's like a sick freestyle too. He's just dropping all these awesome bars, and he's like, he's like, yeah, this is what we do all the time. He's like, these are the dudes I like to rap my new shit in front of because he's like, if if I got them going, then I know it's official. <laughs> he's like, right. he's like, if these guys like it, then I know it's good. So yeah, I just I really I just loved how it was set up, and like, I'm just such a big fan of all of those guys. Like they're all so supremely talented and just crazy MCs, and it's just. It was just a really well done documentary. So if you haven't seen it, there's a four part. Um, I think each hour, episode's an hour on Showtime. Um, I forget the actual title. Oh, it's called "Of Mikes and Men," um, the Wu Tang Saga or something like that. But yeah, that's a super good watch. So go watch that. I actually just, dude, I thought I canceled my Hulu, and actually, I, I don't. I'm still not cur- or sure what's happening. So I got a new bank and a new debit card a couple months ago. And my it was, no, it was automatic bill set up on my old debit card, and I canceled my old debit card, and oh, I still am getting Here's Hulu. why. Here's why. So a lot of times banks, if you have stuff on reoccurring payment, they'll automatically switch it for you. Oh. Yeah, a lot of times. No, but happens. I haven't had any charges come out of this new debit card for Hulu. That's weird. I don't know what's going on. Have you checked on. the bank account? Yeah. 
Because there's, there's I know cause when I used to work guard. for Netflix, like I know it automatically switches over hmm. for certain reoccurring billings. Well, I'll find out. The, the next bill cycle is not up yet, but I'll find out when that one comes out if it'll shut off my Hulu or if it'll continue it. But yeah, I, did so you I've check got your that. Hulu got account to see what card is attached to? Yeah, my old one still. It says my old my old number's still saved in there. Huh. <laughs> we'll go figure. Ship. Which doesn't exist anymore, so cancel that boy. So whatever. Shout out Hulu. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say that. Hopefully Hulu's not listening. I've been paying no, for it, Hulu. Hulu's great. <laughs> I use Hulu literally every day. I just like it because I have Showtime hooked up to it. So I've been watching. I'm going to go. I'm going to think I'm going to start watching The Shy now. I got. I just started watching. It's you pretty great. You were telling me that. Yeah. Uh, I got Showtime and HBO, and I just started Euphoria. Oh, I started watching that, Dude, too. Dude, it's so good. I don't know how I feel it's about it It's dark as shit. I, okay. So I it's haven't so seen dark. the second episode yet, so don't ruin I, it. I watched me. it last night. I, I tried to, and I fell asleep on the couch and woke up at 5 in the morning still on the couch. <laughs> I do that all the time. I, like... I'm getting bad, dude. All the time, I'll like watch shows and I'll have to restart it the next day because I'll fall asleep midway dude, through. I'm or you'll fall asleep and it'll run like six episodes in a row, and you're like, "Shit, I don't even remember where I left off anymore." Uh, Lindsay's <laughs> keeping a list of how many people, how many times I fell asleep through <laughs> in a movie. Like, cause I literally, cause I, I work so much. Yeah, no, and that's how I, I do all this shit. So it's like I, I'm always like. When I can sleep, I sleep. Yeah. And then I've been passing out. Like, and there's so many movies I passed out in the past like two weeks. Yeah, I know. Like in theater and not in theater. Yep. <laughs> That's all I felt like doing today, man. Like, so I got Electric Force, as I said, coming up and leaving on Wednesday. And Dan hit me today and he's like, You want to come paint houses with me? And I'm like, No, but I should because I need money. Right. Because I'm going to blow a bunch at Electric Forest, as always. Um, I think I'm actually going to see Bass Nectar this year for the nice. first time ever. Nice. I've gone to so many festivals that he's been at, and I've never seen him just because usually that type of music is not my cup of tea. But I've heard from multiple sources. They're like, if you, even if you don't like that music, you'll probably have fun at one of his shows because he puts on crazy shows. The people watching is amazing. and So if there's nothing else like amazing going on during um, his set on Saturday, I'm going to go check him out. Um, Melanie said I'll, I'll like it, so I'll go check it out. But, um, yeah, man. What else? Uh, what else we got? Yeah, that you didn't you say you, there was some other show that you wanted to mention on here when I was talking about the Wu Tang show before we got started, wasn't there? I think it was Euphoria. Oh, it was just Euphoria. I think it was Euphoria. Yeah, it's that show's oh, crazy. Oh no, 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 no! It was that movie. Uh, the one, the Netflix original just came out uh, with Anthony Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Shoot. What was that one called? Give me one second. I looked that up. Uh, banter, banter, banter. Oh, actually, well, I can talk about this while you're looking it up. Um, speaking of Netflix, let me click on the link. Actually, um, this link doesn't fucking work. There's a, a hold on, let me pull it up on the news article. Um, there's like a new uh, George Clooney movie apparently coming to Netflix that he's writing and directing and I think starring in as well. Let me find this real quick. Dude, there's like a whole, when you click on the news thing, there's like a whole section of Kardashian news. It's like, who? why do people give a shit about that family? <laughs> I don't understand. Because they're interesting. God, they people. are so uninteresting. Because people say, you know, they get so bored with their own lives, they can make a celebrity life. Yeah, that I guess that's true. Right. That's true. Uh, just, I got the Anthony. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, go with it. it's a new movie on Netflix called Beats. Uh, it's about a producer who's kind of is going through PTSD after his sister gets killed, like uh-huh. right in front of him. Uh-huh. And Anthony Anderson plays like this. Uh, he's like a security guard at the high school, but he's the dude from Blackish, right? Yeah, yeah. He was an, yeah, Anthony was in a bunch of shit. Come on now, don't don't. I mean, it's a great show, but this dude been around for a while. Well, that's anyway. the most current thing that he's yeah. been on. So that's why I said that. Kangaroo Jack. 
Transformers, well, Romeo Must Die. Black is just still yeah. currently running, I'm saying. Yes, it is. Currently on TV. Um, uh, so, anyway, uh, he's a security guard, but he's also like a music manager. He gets recruited to, I guess, track down these kids that have been skipping, you know, school and everything like that. Like, he's, you know, like undertone absences, if uh-huh. you will. Uh, so, like a truancy officer type thing. Yeah. Anyway, so he meets this guy. Or this kid, or he meets his mom, and uh-huh. he hears him playing music in the background. He goes, yeah, your son's dope. And he kind of just goes in and hears his music. And then they kind of offers to manage him, and then they start making beats, and then he starts, you know, getting better and better at it. Uh, he pitches over, tries to get him a record deal, and I, that's all I will say from there. It's a pretty good movie, though. And this is coming out? Oh, or is yeah. It already oh, out on by the way, the kid, like, he has this, like, really bad, like, PTSD where he'll, like, spaz out, like, if he's in big crowds mm-hmm. and everything like that. Like, he'll just start the room will start spinning around him and everything. He'll yeah. just start seeing his sister, and it's it's pretty crazy. And you said that's It currently is currently on Netflix, cool. yes. Yeah, it says, so this one, this is the other one that we were mentioning. It says, George Clooney to direct, star in Good Morning Midnight, a new movie coming to Netflix. Is that kind of like Good Night and Good Luck? I'm not sure. It says, Clooney will play Augustine, a lonely scientist in the Arctic trying to make a contact with a spacecraft. Um... He is set to direct and star in this feature adaption of Lily Brooks Dalton's novel Good Morning Midnight for the streamer. Post-apocalyptic narrative follows the parallel stories of Augustine, George Clooney, a lonely science in the Arctic as he races to make contact with the crew of the Ather spacecraft and they try to return home to Earth. The Revenant writer Mark L. Smith adapted the screenplay. Clooney will produce via his Smokehouse Pictures banner, with Grant something or other and some other people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, that's, that'll be sweet because I haven't seen Clooney in anything in a hot minute, and I think he's a pretty goddamn good director. What's that movie? Um, good Night and Good Luck. No, what's the political movie that he did with Ryan Gosling? Um, the Manchurian Candidate? Yeah, I forgot about that one. That was a great yeah. fucking movie. Um, Hell Caesar? Did he direct he, that he one? He didn't do Hell Caesar. That's a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm always I've always been a big fan of Clooney, so... I'm excited to hear that or see that. Um, and then I think that was it I had for movie news. Oh, actually, there was this funny thing. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. So there was, like, some fake uh, Amazon review for, like, one of Ryan Reynolds' things that – I don't know. sec. That's why I couldn't call Oh, I do want to talk about a, a story that I heard today. Okay. Oh. Well, actually not heard today, but heard a couple of days ago. Ryan, it says, Ryan Reynolds' fake Amazon review of his own gin company is as glorious as you'd expect. <laughs> so let's see. Reynolds was previously advertising uh, Aviation Gin, the company he's owned since early 2018 with the help of both Hugh Jackman and Andy King. Um, let's see. <laughs> and, and here's the, so someone wrote a fake review of the the gin as Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> and they have this up here now. Let me pull it up so I can see it because it's in tiny writing i love when people do this kind of shit there was like a whole comedian i saw once live that like built his set on like doing fake reviews of products and shit and then he would like talk about doing them and stuff it was pretty funny anyways it says i just tried aviation gin for the first time normally i don't gravitate towards celebrity brands um but i'd read the gin was one of the highest rated ever i loved and hate i loved it and hated it what let me explain as soon as I tried the gin, I knew right away it was amazing. I wasn't, I wasn't juniper forward, which for me, it, for me is what makes this particular gin so special. 
It was the smoothest gin I'd ever tried and went down really easy. Uh, what did I hate about it? I wish they'd provide some kind of warning about how much you're supposed to have. I had a lot. And after a while, I felt th- I felt really great. Eventually, the bubbly and uh, illusory, <laughs> illusory senses of well-being turned out to be a bit of a blur. When I woke up the next day, I mentioned to my wife, Linda, that last night must have been a real blowout because I slept in my clothes, even my shoes. I also noticed it was really hard to look out the window at the Seattle skyline, partly because it was... Uh, because of the bright sun. I've always had been sensitive to light, but also I don't live in Seattle. <laughs> I live in Corral Gables, Florida. Also, it was important to note that until morning, I'd never met anyone named Linda. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I love what shit does. Uh, and then, like, Ryan Reynolds himself retweeted it and thought it was hilarious. That's shit, pretty wild. So I thought that was pretty good, too. But um, were you you were about to mention something before I got so into So you're that. familiar with Chief and McFly, right? Yeah. I Did, you heard, I Did you hear about that story? Did you hear about the story? Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. All right. So for those who don't know, um, she, who, by the way, we, I've talked to him several times about trying to get on the show. Yeah. So yeah, that's that that's happening. Yeah. I'm hell yeah. Damn near. I, he knows he knows we exist. Yeah, if you don't know who yeah. Sheefy McFly is, he's a Detroit uh, musician and most notably for uh, popular for his street art. He does a lot of street commissioned by the city street art where he paints these big murals and shit and does a lot of cool shit. But I'll kick so, it over to Eman and tell the story. Uh, he got commissioned by the city of Detroit to paint this big mural. Like on, I forgot exactly where. Uh, I can look that up in a minute. But. Anyway, uh, I guess the police stopped by and didn't believe that the city paid him to do it, so they arrested him. Yeah, I thought he was just like a, a just like a regular just vandal, tagging, I guess yeah, like, dude, like ruining property or something. So, <laughs> so he got arrested, released overnight, and everything like that. This story got so big it actually made the New York Times. Damn, you know, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Actually, that's crazy. Yeah. I saw it on the Metro Times. So I thought that no, was the like, local this story. is also AP, the Associated Press. Did that's crazy. Article. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm well, like, maybe, good for him. That's actually good. He probably likes this. Him. He's like, all right, that's I'm getting very some PR, good man. Shout out to Sheefy. That's very good, like publicity for you, man. I'm yeah, like, um, Sheefy McFly is also a really close friend of um, Nick, Nick Speed, Speed who yeah. was on the podcast, and he's usually when Nick Speed's performing, you can catch Sheefy either up there with him or somewhere in the crowd bouncing around. Um, yeah, that's crazy, man. Shout out to him. That's I hope uh, everything's sorted out. Straight up profiling shit right there. Yeah, like <laughs> straight up profiling shit, bro. That shit's crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a pretty funny one. Um, also, last night was the BET oh, Awards. So, no, just to touch on that, they said it was uh, being arrested on suspicion of resisting and obstructing, and on a warrant for an old parking ticket. That's that's what it says right here. Oh my god, that's so fucking <laughs> stupid. Just to touch on that a little bit. That's so yeah. dumb. Yeah. yeah, resisting. He was probably pissed. He's probably like, fuck, I, I got paid to do this shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would be too. Fuck you. <laughs> um, did you watch the BET Awards though last night? Nah. I did not either. Wait, that no, the Hip Hop Awards is the one with the ciphers, right? Um, That's the Hip Hop ones. This was yeah, just I don't the watch, BET Awards. I don't watch the BET Awards. Yeah. I, cipher ones. I probably won't either because it's not. I did see Lizzo was performing and then pulled out the flute in the middle of the set. Dude, she's dope, man. Dope. She's crazy. Um, they say the big winners from last night was um, Nipsey Hussle got like an uh, humanitarian, humanitarian award. award. Cardi B got album of the year. Lil Baby won a bunch of shit. Migos won a bunch of shit. Um, Everybody you would expect to win. Yep, basically. Shit, pretty much. Um, what's it say? Uh, then there was, 
Then they share their thoughts on Lil Nas X plus Nicki Minaj's new single Megatron on her comments on Miley Cyrus Lil and Lil Nas Baby's X new single the game, out of their mind. <laughs> Lil Nas X sucks. Lil Nas X changed the game. <laughs> Three up over their thoughts. Um, yeah, but anyways, shout out BT Awards. I didn't really care about much. I thought it was Anderson Pac posted a pretty funny clip where he's like, I'd be thinking I'm at sold out shows everywhere I go. It was a clip of him screaming, Yes, Lord, out into the crowd, and then you can't hear anyone say it back. Yep. He's just kind of standing there and he's like, uh. <laughs> But I think he was the one that gave or uh, presented the award for uh, album of the year. So, but yeah, so that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of like sick of award shows, dude. I don't really like, uh, like the, like the only one I really like to watch is the Grammys because they have a bunch of musical performances, but I just feel like it's just like a bunch of I like the, like the I like the Oscars. I do like the Oscars a lot. Actually. Oscars are kind of tight, yeah. actually, yeah, because I love movies. I really do like the Oscars. Yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like that's the only one that's really, not even necessarily pure, but it's more entertaining than me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear about this insane new music festival coming to Las Vegas, this new hip-hop festival? No. Oh, my God, bro. So in November, they, this is gonna be the first um, first year of it. It's called Day in Vegas Fest, and listen to these fucking lineups. So on Friday night, you got J Cole, Lil Uzi Vert, Juice World, Miguel, Black, Nav, Goldlink, JID, Denzel Curry, Men, Megan The Stallion, Earth Gang, Saba, and others. It says to be announced. That's, that's a hell of a lineup. That's just already. Friday. <laughs> that's Friday. Saturday is led by Travis Scott, Migos, yeah. Twenty One Savage, Lil Baby, A Boogie <laughs> with a Hoodie, Lil Nas X, Da Baby, Sheck West, Rich the Kid, Blueface, oh. Rico Nasty, and King Combs. Goodness. King Combs. That's Puffy Son, right? Yep. Okay. And then Saturday, the final day of the festival, is Kendrick Lamar. Tyler the Creator, Schoolboy Q, awesome. Brockhampton, Caliucci, Ski Mask the Slump God, Flatbush Zombies, J Rock, Isaiah Rashad, Simino, Absol, Boogie, Doja Cat, YBN Corday, G Herbo, uh, Hoodrick Pabu, Juan, and others. So that's all of TDE, basically, besides fucking SZA. No, wait, did they say Kendrick, Schoolboy, Isaiah Rashad, J Rock, and Absol? <laughs> it's everyone in fucking well, basically all of TD. Yeah, minus like the RB cats. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to think. Like, is there? Is there missing somebody? Is that all of Black Hippie? That's all of Black Hippie for sure. Yeah, yeah Black okay. Hippie is Kendrick Schoolboy, um, Isaiah Rock, and Absol. Yeah, you're right. Okay, missing SZA and then those two, the newer guys. Oh, the, on there. I forgot about the new guys. Um, Lance Skywalker yeah. and what's the other guy? There's one more dude. I feel like that I'm forgetting. I can't remember. But dude, I want to go to this shit at least, if not this year, next year. Oh, they got the whole thing right here. I didn't even fucking see this. Dude, so many amazing artists. And I've never been to Vegas in my life. Yo, Saturday would be worth it alone. Tyler, Schoolboy, Brockhampton, Caliucci's. Oh, my God. Flatbush. Dude, I've heard. Super crazy. I've heard Tyler was not. I've actually seen Tyler live. And as much as I love him, I wasn't impressed with his live show. Really? Yeah, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I also saw him. It was around Goblin when I saw him, so it was like old Tyler. Uh, But I've heard things when he was at Mopop a couple years ago. I enjoyed his little Tiny Desk performance where he's like sitting behind the keyboard No, I feel like he could be dope live. I just feel like he he doesn't care sometimes because he does it all the fucking time probably. So, yeah. That's true. Um well, but shit, I, love I was going to so get into a couple more things, but it looks like we're right around an hour right we now. We're at 55. We, 55 got a little bit, we got a little bit of time. So I can mention this one time. I just saw this. I didn't even read this one yet. I just thought the article was strange, so I wanted to check it out on here. It says, it was about the Black Keys, and it says, How Danny McBride and an Executed Prisoner Inspired the Black Keys' New Music, Let's Rock. 
<laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? How does Danny McBride play into this? Um, he has but a it new says, show coming out, by the way. Oh, I know. It looks hilarious. The John Goodman and, and uh, Adam Devine. Uh, Adam Devine. Yeah, that looks great. It's like be on HBO. I think it's by the same dudes that did uh, Eastbound and um, Vice Principals, too. That sounds about yeah. right. But anyways, this article says, for the first Black Keys album in five years, Dan Auerbeck and Patrick Carney played uh, Things Loose. We started impro- improvising together, and songs would just start to form, and we could keep one of the f- uh, fat, the best ones that we came up with, says Auerbeck of the duo's um, rockling new record, Let's Rock, out June 28th. Oh, nice. I didn't even know it was coming out this soon. Um, as Carney explains, the no-frills element is also backed into the band's DNA. It's always been the MO for Dan and I uh, to practice simplicity, he tells EW. That's, there's beauty in simplicity. Growing up, there were friends of mine who were really into learning how to shred on the guitar or drums or insane crazy technical things. But for me and my taste, it was usually more understated. The less is more aesthetic doesn't extend to all the influences that helped inspire Let's Rock. Ahead, Auerbeck and Carney walk through a mix of albums, films, and particular notable newspaper headlines that went into making their new record. And I guess one of his inspirations was Danny McBride's role on HBO's Vice Principals. He says, I love everything that Danny ever ever does. I particularly liked Vice Principals. If you think about it, it's so hard to make something good that funny. How many funny things do you get to watch in a year when when you get to be 40 years old? You've run through so many things. To actually construct something that's meant to be funny, purposefully funny, is very hard, I think. Vice Principles is incredible. I ended up becoming obsessed with it. You either get you either get it or you don't. And if you get it, you're part of the club. That's what Patrick Carney had to say about it. That's pretty it. much how I feel about uh what's the what's the Sasha Barrett Cohen show? This oh is Oh my a, god, who, this is America. Who is America? Who is America? Yeah. yeah, that's kinda how I feel about that show. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I feel like that got like uh underappreciated. It like, is very underappreciated. It's it a very good show. It's yeah. so, his improv Here's the thing. Great. You want to hear something funny? I actually got Showtime on my Hulu just for that show. Yeah. I ended up watching Ray Donovan and the Shy. Dude, that shit's so great. <laughs> Ray Donovan's amazing, bro. But anyways, the other, I won't read any uh the reasons why. We but got says the other thing. 50, 50, cool. I want to use this last two minutes to bitch about that episode and to debate you on this for episode. For sure. But hold on. I'll just read okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The other things that inspired their new album, though, it says, is the Stooges album, uh, Fun House. ZZ Top, Tejas, um, and this is Spinal Tap. I don't know. There's a list of things that they said went into the inspiration for the new album that you can check out on Entertainment Weekly. On um, They wrote a little article about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll we don't really need to debate about it. You already know how I feel about Man. it, so how did you feel about it? Okay, so first of all, my star is playing oh, a We are talking about the star. Black Mirror episode, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Black. Okay, so ep, uh, season With five of Black Mirror just dropped. Just for those who want a little backstory, there's only three episodes in the season. One, you got the Striking Vipers with Anthony Mackie and a homeboy from Black Man that played Black Man and Aquaman. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. I forgot his name. But, I forget his yeah. name too. Uh, second episode was all right. It was like a hostage situation going on there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Third episode was uh, Miley Cyrus was playing a pop star, uh-huh. right? And they had this like weird thing. It was uh, what was it? What was her name? Ashley, Ashley too. Something. Ashley, Ashley O. Oh, Ashley too is like the little doll thing yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. going around. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was kind of like an evil aunt thing that kind of plot to take over her career. Like she, you know, she didn't want to be. She didn't. Her aunt was pretty much controlling her whole career, so she kind of wanted to kill her off mm-hmm. necessarily, but she kind of put her in a coma, and the fucking doll came to life. Uh, I don't want to get into it that deep. Yeah. Anyway. 
I don't like Neil kind of ripped it apart. I really don't think Miley did that bad of a job. She's playing a pop star. Like what? What more can you want? Sucks at that's acting. That's like that's like, like her. That she, have, like, she's playing herself. She sucks at it. She literally <laughs> is playing herself. She's playing a pop star. Like and she's playing not she's only that Neil. Not only that Neil. She's playing the same role she played like ten years with fucking Hannah Montana. Which was also only terrible. just like an evil. Person. <laughs> I mean, she was a kid when I'm Hannah Montana to say came that, out. Like, Come like on every t- every like, part that's supposed to have some sort of emotional range came off. You're talking about like so when her and I were they're gonna we're talking about the evidence thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I like, love that. Like, what are you talking about? Shit. That was no, it was conceptually it's a cool episode. I feel like because you got an out against the Cyrus family, you, well, you're a little well, biased. Why? Well, I, I do hate her <laughs> as a person, but I mean, I, I don't feel know like there's some bias. I just don't there. like her. But no, I took all biases out of the side. I take all biases out of the side. Like you, you don't like Justin Bieber like that. I don't have a problem with I don't Justin have Bieber. a problem with it. I don't really I'm pretty, However, I, I feel pretty different when it comes yeah. to Justin Bieber. He yeah. doesn't I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about Justin Bieber to be perfectly honest. I mean, the only reason I'm going <laughs> into Justin Bieber cuz he was on a Gucci album and I was like, yeah. oh, and I was really no, I, like, yeah, I actually Bieber think there's some, some hits, songs, bro. There's some songs that Justin Bieber has that I think are catchy and cool. Um, like that like whole that one, uh, purpose uh, album. I fuck with heavy. But yeah. What was that one song that he had that you can go and love yourself? That's a pretty cool pop song. That's on I think that was on purpose. Yeah. That that whole album But I mean, then again, fucking didn't like Diplo and Skrillex write that entire album for him so did they though yeah did they though yeah, they did. We, let's look at the writer credits bro they did all right we'll, we'll look at that next episode just because we yeah, run a long time, time however i fuck with the miley episode here heavy that's right. when i thought it out just there. remember that e-man said that when you're thinking about e-man's judgment on things from now on man <laughs> whatever <laughs> just talking about you want to hear another neil ran here we go i'm not gonna <laughs> rant. Oh, I, I have no rant in me dude i'm fucking happy life is gravy i'm about to be on vacation um, we good, hey, guess baby. what? Our uh, our last episode just got uploaded. Oh, how up? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? I sound like an Asian person for a second. That was yeah. weird. Um, <laughs> I meant to say, hell yeah. Um, our last episode, 41, with Rod Wallace is up right now as we speak. Literally, and let me tell you, right it was now. honestly one of my favorite albums. We Or favorite albums. Favorite episodes we've recorded in a long time because Rod was just a super smart guy. He's involved in some really cool programs, working with kids, teaching there. music and stuff. And I just really enjoyed the conversation that we had. So if there is an episode of the podcast you should listen to to find that you find real interesting, I think it's this one. Because it's more of um, an interview about what he can do for others more than talking about himself, which I found really cool and humbling and just a cool guy, man. Um, he used to be one of E-Man's teachers as well back in the day. Yeah, he, was my, actually, he was my he was right? my teacher and my principal. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. so definitely check that teacher, one out. teacher, middle school principal. That one's on Facebook yeah. if you want to check it out or any of the streaming platforms. Um, Shout out to Grove Studios as well, by the way, on that. Yep, yep, yep. And I think since we were just talking about it, and it was the... 18th anniversary last week of it. Let's play a little bit of D12 World, World, baby. No, not D12 World. Devil's Night. I mean, Devil's Night. I'm sorry. God, why do I keep messing that up? Um, it's, that's it's, like their. That's like my favorite album by them. I like. I love Devil's World. I love. I fucking obsessed with D12 uh, D12 World because that's one of the first albums I bought. Look at the so, genre it's labeled under on Apple Music. Is it pop? pop. <laughs> it pop? You know, that's probably because of Purple Pills alone. Well, you know what song is not pop? The one that I'm about to play. Is it? To end the night, I'm playing Pistol Pistol by Devil or by D12 off Devil's Night. I thought night, it was fight music. Eight. <laughs> that one's great, too. <laughs> but I love Pistol Pistol. There's some great rapping on here. So anyways, um, that was episode 42. We appreciate your time, as always. Here's Devil's Night, D12, Pistol Pistol. Good night. Peace. 
Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Amityville. Detroit, nigga. <laughs> the reason why rappers gotta pack pistols. Why is that? Slick criminal with this shit. I spit you like a bullet came back to just miss and hit you. I say the type of shit parents slit their wrists to. Need to ask them to have you then it's the shit too. Too many enemies on my list to sit through. Nobody got my back in this bitch but this too. Sorry, officer, I don't care. So fuck with it, see I'm backwards I slap niggas and punch bitches just for asking They must have been wanting to meet the Lord When my parents talked to me, they got mean mugged and ignored They were snooping through my closet, seeing drugs on the floor Shells from the 44 scattered over their porch Busting pistols in your windows with intentions to destroy you Trying to break your neck to conversate, bitch I do it for you Catch me laughing at your funeral when they lower you You and your hoe, you got to go Bitches died slow and horrible, there's no tomorrow for Any nigga will shower you, we young strapped and Stepped in the doorway, in the fofo, blazing it popo, escaping it lay low. They call my tongue yo, but I spit fire. I lit five inside the fucking dick rider, the clip slider. Love the blaster mag, you a fag, you love being ass to ass. Grab a gun by the nose with the butt that got spank you. Never say that I'm a gangster. Now that's gangster. Y'all niggas sound like jigger or act like pop. Yo, my trigger got the flu when his gap might cough. It ain't nothing to tell. Empty shells for the witness. I'm the hot nigga that's gonna put hell out of business. It won't be the same since we touching the game. Make the hornest nigga in your crew tuck in his chain. Y'all think this shit's a game and I'm bluffing for fame. I squeeze off this tech until nothing remains. Slick criminal with this shit. I spit you like a bullet came back. Close to one, cause I don't know what's waiting for me when my vocals are done. Told the gun, it's my way of life and it works. These cowardly niggas to put your fucking life in the dirt. Cause it was wrong how they left my dog, he was priceless. Alone in the streets, bleeding, staring, laying lifeless. That's why I'm heated, you never know who starts creeping. Waking you up with AKs while you lie sleeping. I'd rather pack the heat and not need it. Rather than need one and not have it, I'm married this Glockmatic. You know the sound when I'm spinning rounds. Spitting these rhymes from folk hounds While the whole crowd screaming as loud From they mouths as they possibly allow <laughs> Nothing is parallel to making you carousel Aerial somersault like fast wheels to a parachute. The nine carry the nine where I go Bullets whistling hit you while I'm shooting at five -0. So send me yard automatic for statics to models Spitting like the Colorado Slick women with this shit I spit you Like a bullet came back to just miss and hit you Softly to a hard rock. It'll make Jehovah Witnesses think before they knock. It'll make your grandmother come out of a purse. It'll make Lil' Biscuit get rid of Fred Durst. It'll make Holyfield start fighting. It'll make May say fuck church and go back to writing.